But right now we're checking in with our Scott Shantz because he's going to talk about something called winter warming syndrome. What is that, Scott? Yeah, I had heard this term sort of popping up around the internet and I sort of was... I had to know more because it definitely feels like we're in winter here in BC, but it definitely feels warmer. And one of the things that bothers me the most about it, Simi, is skiing because I'm a huge skier and we have a huge ski uh, thing going on here in the lower mainland and it's being dramatically affected. So I wanted to know, like, is this climate change? Is this La Nino? Like, what is winter warming season? So I got in touch with Richard Rude. He's a professor at... um, Uh, University of Michigan in climate and space sciences and engineering. And I just started by asking him, can you explain to me what winter warming syndrome is? Yes, I can explain it. Um, Last year when I was doing some interviews, it became clear to me that I was repeating what I felt was a set of symptoms of what was happening with the winters. It was getting warmer. There's a lot of moisture available there, so you were seeing more and more wetness. You were seeing a lot of winter flooding uh, and seeing a lack of ice on the lakes. And it occurred to me that we often see all of these things as different. If you look in the press, you'll see a story that there's no ice or you'll see there's a huge flood. But these things are all related, and they're very consistent story of the winters becoming warmer and warmer. Okay. Now, is this different than climate change? Is this just an updated term for climate change? What's the difference there, and how does that fit into the whole uh, spectrum of climate change? I would say if you're looking at, you know, climate change and the general idea that there's one thing that is for certain going on with climate change, and that is that the planet is warming, What this is, is the effects on winter. So climate change will have effects on really everything. And what this is, is this is sort of the story of what's happening with winter. And to me, it's particularly interesting, and it is more robust than a lot of the other stories, because in the winter, you don't have the sun doing direct warming. And so if you are seeing a warming during the cold season, that means that heat is coming in from other parts of the world. And so what you're seeing here is that as the storms go by, and what storms do is transport heat, as the storms go by, they're bringing warmer and warmer air um, into a region. You know, so it, this is global warming. This is a robust measure of the warming of the planet. We have uh, another term here on the West Coast, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, um, El Nino or La Nina. There are these two things that we hear every couple of years, primarily right now because they affect our ski season so much. Is that is yeah. that winter warming syndrome? So El Nino and La Nina are oscillations, variability that are primarily measured in the tropical Pacific Ocean and primarily measured by the the eastern side of the tropical Pacific getting warmer or cooler. When there's an El Nino, um, you see sort of enhanced moisture with these atmospheric rivers. And what you see is that each El Nino and each La Nina step 
um, each one coming one after another is getting warmer and warmer. What you see from my perspective, the way I describe it, is that each El Nino is sort of like taking two steps up in warming the planet. And then historically, a La Nina has been like one step back. So what you're doing is, is taking these steps up and back. It'll be interesting this year because as the La Nina comes on, so far it's not been stepping back. It's just remained extraordinarily warm at this yeah, like here in Vancouver, uh, we have a, a great ski culture. You know, Whistler Mountain is close, and we have three yeah. great local mountains right here. And, you know, we have had rough years before, but this definitely feels like one of the roughest years in my history, for sure. And I'm 42 years old. And it also, like, people were talking a couple of weeks ago, it felt like spring, like 11, 12, 13 degrees here. Is this is something that we're going to see continuing and or or do you anticipate that like you know this is this is what's happening now and it won't always be like this or are we on this trajectory and it's set we're on a trajectory and it's set to remain warm and to get warmer so in a place like vancouver and in the cascades i expect to see the snow line to continue to go up the mountains and i expect it will ultimately largely become a rainy environment that's Professor Richard Rood. Uh, he's a professor of climate and space science and engineering at the University of Michigan. And that last moment there really caught me, Simi, because in Vancouver, I already describe it as rainy. And he yeah. was like, expect it to get rainy. And it's like, that's what we already have. Is it going to get rainier? Yeah, I wanted to ask Great. him, you know it's like that here, uh, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, no, there's more rain coming. Uh, this continues. So winter warming syndrome refers to the symptoms of climate change, which we are experience, experiencing right now. Okay. The rainy part is interesting because we've also had these drought problems. Yes. So does that mean that that is, will mitigate those drought problems? That will, it'll be rainier or will we have these drier periods and rainier periods? Yeah. I think in the winter, we're going to have rainier periods is what, is what he is sort of saying there, you know, because anytime that we would have, we'll have the same amounts of rain we always have. And anytime that there might be snow, more rain, more moisture. Well, then we better find a way to hold on to that water somehow. Great point. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that, Scott.